I think it was about, uh, I hope he is, right? <laughs> I think it was about four months ago, I was standing in the ring at All In, and I was surrounded by the best fans in the entire world. I felt like I was trapped in this literal wall of sound. It was your belief and your passion. It started a fire. And guys, we have to keep that fire going, right? That brings us here today, putting words down on a brand new sheet of paper, brand new chapter, brand new book that we like to call All Elite Wrestling. We have a saying in the elite, change the world. So to do that, sometimes you have to change the world that you live in. And since my first breath, I have lived in the world of professional wrestling. It's all I know. Hell, it's all I really want to know. And there's something that my mentor taught me long ago. It's a disappointing thing about wrestling, but as a second generation and someone who's studied it, someone who's learned from it, someone who's lived it, compared to sports stars and professional entertainers of comparable influence, pro wrestlers are always the least paid. At All Elite Wrestling, we're going to change that. We're going to change the wrestling economy because you can offer somebody opportunity, but opportunity doesn't pay the bills. Money does. And happy wrestlers means happy fans, and fans come first. Welcome, Welcome back. back to another edition of Wrestling is Trash, a nonsensical podcast where we talk about professional wrestling past, present, and quite possibly the future. Um, it's just a regular plain Jane show today. I got a couple production notes before we get uh, started here. Uh, you can follow Wrestling is Trash on Twitter at Wrestling Be Trash because is couldn't fit. And you can also follow Wrestling is Trash on Instagram at wrestling is trash so you can do it there proper like because instagram gives you a, a whole bunch of room to put long ass titles for your names and shit um you can also find each and every episode of this podcast on wrestling is trash.com you can even get merch you can get you a wrestling is trash shirt i'm working on some hats and some beanies and sweaters and shit so you can be fly in whatever region of the united states or the world that you're in it could be cold in some place you had the long sleeve hoodie it can be warm in some places you have the short sleeve shirt you want a beanie just for the fuck of it hell i'm wearing a beanie right now i'm not really but i just wanted to say that to kind of sell the point that i can get you a beanie if you wanted a beanie but <laughs> but we have a returning combatant he is mad he is angry he is full of vinegar he is the man with the 20 inch pythons the returning anomaly how are you sir what is up me rob <laughs> i had to throw in the 20 inch pythons once you make them grow i can up those numbers man hey when they get to 22 i'm gonna let you know but regardless you all know anomaly is like the pope because i be pimping baby <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to the Pope. Um not Always. not not the Pope. The Pope. D A. D A. The Pope. <laughs> um also D'Angelo the Nero. Yeah. Also joining us is a new combatant to the wrestling's trash arena. Guest, you have a new Japan 20 count to introduce yourself and 
how did you become a fan of professional wrestling? Your 20 seconds starts now. What's going on, people? My name's Josh Veroni, former promoter, also booker of Southern California Wrestling Alliance, Maverick Pro, a bunch of other promotions in California. Uh, was trained by Rising Sun from PWG. When I used to wrestle, don't anymore because I'm too fat. <laughs> but um, glad glad to be on. Glad to be on. Yeah, I mean the the the, the twenty seconds is uh, fictional or whatever, so you can keep talking. How did you become a, fa- a fan of uh, professional wrestling? <laughs> How did you come from a fan? Uh, my my great grandmother was actually a, a fan of professional wrestling. Uh, she uh, she used to hang out with guys like Gorgeous George back in the day when she was a, a young woman. And uh, she pretty much just sat me in front of the TV and I, I was hooked. And uh, ever, ever from there, I just started watching wrestling, got, got addicted to it, and haven't stopped since. Yeah. Now, you uh, mentioned a little bit about your training and everything. So you had a go at um, being a professional wrestler, correct? Oh, uh, yes. Yeah, from, uh, from the time I was about 16 to 21, I trained, uh, trained professionally, uh, something I wanted to do. Uh, a lot of people started off backyard wrestling when backyard wrestling was really popular in the late 90s. Uh, no, no, nobody knew about schools. And uh, fortunately for uh, for us, for me and my friends, um, we actually found you know, really good schools to go to. Got trained by really good people that um, that started Revolution Pro out here in Southern California. Uh, Revolution Pro eventually turned into PWG. And, uh, yeah, we got trained by a lot of really, really good people. A lot, a lot of good guys came from that school. Scorpio Sky came from the school. Frankie Kazarian, Christopher Daniels, B-Boy. Uh, the list goes on and on and on. Uh, and uh, a lot of these guys started off as damn backyard wrestlers. Uh, as a matter, matter of fact, uh, I'm actually in the best of backyard wrestling, volume one and two. Uh, but there's a lot of other guys that you can see in, that, in those videos, too, those DVDs back in the day from the uh, late 90s, early 2000s that uh, probably kind of shocked people, you know, if, if they went back and watched it and see, like, damn, these guys were actually backyard wrestlers now they are, you know, bona fide stars. Yeah, and I always thought that was interesting, not even um, in professional wrestling, but just like in movies in general, like you have a, you know, a big marquee star that would be in um, a movie that you love and then you would go back into a movie from your past and that same actor that's in that high caliber role was one of like the small portions of this old movie that you've seen and shit. And I always thought yeah, that was interesting. Yeah, yeah. Pay your yeah, dues. Pay exactly. your dues. <laughs> but um, we got a lot of things going on here. Um, more specifically, um, just a few moments ago, I wouldn't say moments, maybe more than moments, but um, the first NXT UK takeover just uh, concluded. Um, also there was the AEW press conference a couple days ago and, you know, Ron Smackdown was a thing this week and NXT and all these other things (laughs) that I did not watch, (laughs) which will make for a good topic. Yeah. We'll make for a good topic, topic of conversation for a wrestling podcast, but, um, let's talk. I mean, it actually does though, Rob, because it tells the world that, Wrestling fans are fed up with the bullshit this man's trying to shove down our damn throats. So, yeah. you know, that, that's a good thing. 
And that's why AEW is here to save the world. Yeah. Well, let's let's even go in with that right there. I mean, I, I guess this would be a good uh, jump on point for a wrestling conversation. Given uh, the current state of WWE, um, how much of a change will be, uh, you know, I guess inflicted on the product due to the announcement of AEW as a company? They, they have they have to change their product. They, they just have to. If they don't, the ratings are going to continue to decline. They're going to lose talent to AEW, and uh, I wouldn't say they're you know they they're going to run out of business or uh, ever fold because they're a billion dollar company. But uh, they're going to lose a lot of fans, and they're going to lose a lot of money too. And Vince never lo- likes to lose money. Mm-hmm. So um, this, I mean, the smart thing to do obviously would put Triple H in charge, have Vince focus on the XFL. Just go from there. I, I think that's what they're going to do. I hope that's what they're going to do. Um, but you know, only time will tell. Yeah, I I agree. But you know, the 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 thing is, Jerry Lawler said something on his podcast that was actually really interesting. And I agree with it. Wrestling is a business to where you can make a billion overnight, or you could lose a billion overnight, mm. and that that's the truth. So. You know, the thing is, is this is the first time that WWE actually has some legitimate competition, I would say, because yeah. of the cons having so much money to financially back this. And I like the, you know, everything that he's offering with the with the health insurance and the, and all that good stuff. That's going to make talent want to come, you know, a, mm-hmm. a, a a smaller tour roster, you know, to where you don't have to be on the road 350 days a fucking year, you know, taking bumps and getting your ass kicked, and you can still make a good handsome lump sum of fucking money and still get that that medical care. Because, I mean, a guy like AJ Styles, that could make him want to go there. Yeah. To be really honest with you. I mean, and that's something like the casual wrestling fan doesn't realize. The WWE is on tour all year round. And just because, you know, you only see AJ Styles on SmackDown and then you see him on a pay-per-view, that man is taking bumps in wrestling every damn night. And sometimes at house shows, he's wrestling two or three times a night. Mm-hmm. They actually said that, uh, heard this from somewhere, I'm not, I don't remember where, that Jeff Hardy has actually stopped doing the Swanton bombs on live shows and, uh, that the house shows because it's hurting him too much. He's yeah. in pain all the mm-hmm. time. And uh, you know, we, we all remember what happened to Jeff Hardy when he used to be in pain. We don't we don't want to go down yeah. that route again. Uh I really think AJ Styles, you know, she she might leave. Uh I, I I'm not a you know I, I wouldn't say it's fifty fifty because the WWE money is amazing. I think he's making around five to seven million a year in WWE. So it's gonna it's gonna take a lot for him to to go over to AEW, but I mean I'm not I'm not saying he won't. Because I mean, say say AEW offers him two million plus health insurance in less days. He's gonna think about that. He really is. Yeah. Yeah. And another thing about AJ Styles that I don't think anybody really noticed per se, but I did. The match he had with Samoan Joe at the pay per view, where his daughter and his wife was there. Mm-hmm. You seen the look when he went over there to to, you know, console his wife and his daughter. Yeah. You could tell that there's a strained relationship to, to between him and his daughter to where she doesn't see him too often, but she knows 
who he is. And I think that AJ being family orientated the way he is, I think that's affecting him. So if you've got the cons who are offering him $4 million, still putting him in a limelight and offering him, you know, less roads traveled, and he can actually have that bonding time with his, with his sons and daughters, it's his sons and his daughter, I think he would possibly jump on that action. Plus, I mean, he's got a, a good relationship with with the Bucks as well. Mm-hmm. I don't know about him and Cody, but I know him and the Bucks got a very good relationship. And let's just be real. If Kenny Omega signs with AEW like we're all expecting him to, dude, it would blow pay-per-view numbers out the water if you finally got him and AJ Styles in a ring against each other because that was a storyline that was built in New Japan for almost two years that never had an actual culmination. Yeah. So you could you could put that in there right there, and you could draw some major pay-per-view numbers, and I'm figuring that, that AEW is going to be on Fight TV. So, I mean, they could, they could get – if they keep their pay-per-view numbers at, like – $20 per pay-per-view, they're going to have no problem selling pay-per-views as is. But you put a main event like AJ Styles versus Kenny Omega as the main event, oh my good gosh, the, the internet's going to explode. Yeah? Yeah. Um, I don't know, man. Um, the the What's the the owners? The, um, the Kine family? Yes. How much yeah, do you think they are willing to put into this product. Jericho has been on record to say that he wouldn't assign with him if they didn't have a viable TV deal in the works or whatever. So, I mean, that's some hope for people who are thinking about, oh, man, they're putting on a show way in May and they don't have a, a TV deal in place and so on and so forth. Yeah. So, I mean... Uh, the, the, the rumor is that they, they talked to TBS and TNT, which, which yep. would be a, amazing amazing if they landed on one of those channels uh also heard uh con put in i don't know if this is true I'm just you know reading rumors that he put in a hundred million for the company which is a a ton it's a ton yeah, it blows, yeah. blows out what it blows out what impact you know started off with blows out what any of the company started off with um i i really think con is all all in on this um not, not not the actual owner, but the, the son. The yeah, son is a huge, son. huge wrestling fan. The son's very knowledgeable of wrestling. Uh, Christian has said that he's uh, met with uh, the kid before, um, yeah. and he just taught, he just loves the business. So, yeah, he he's definitely going to do it right. I think he's going to sign up, sign everyone he possibly can. Uh, he's going to listen to Cody. He's going to listen to every you know, all, bring in the best minds possible. Um, if they get Jim Ross, Jim, Jim Ross would be. A huge get just because he, he knows talent. Oh. He's gonna just sign up every you know every independent talent they okay. possibly can. Okay, now. You, you bring up the point of Jim Ross here. Um, I agree with you as far as um, his legendary stature and whatnot. But like, as of recent, when I've been hearing him on these uh, New Japan shows and wherever else, I might catch an ear to him doing um, r- pro wrestling commentary. Uh, I don't feel it, man. I, it's it's not the same, Jr. And I, and I understand that you know the, his, his his commentary is not what it used to be. Um, it, it's lacking. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I think his love, for, his love for the business is still there. I think his passion is still there. It's just, yeah, I, I totally agree with what you're saying about his, his commentary is just totally lacking. Uh, but I still think he can he can go around the independent scene and pluck these stars that like like yeah. for WWE. That that that's that's what that's where he that's where he comes in. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, another per- another person that no one's talking about, but I personally would go after if I was AEW is Paul Heyman. Yeah, yeah. He doesn't, he doesn't. He doesn't have an exclusive contract with WWE. He's only he's only under contract with, with WWE when Brock Lesnar's under contract. So when Brock isn't under contract with WWE, Heyman's not under contract with WWE. Okay. No, nope. I, I would I would give I would I would give Paul Heyman whatever the hell he wanted, as much money as he wanted, and tell him to book. Go ahead, book the show because right, right now the the bookers of AEW are the Young Bucks and Cody Rhodes. Also, that, um, that, that's the bookers. Yeah. Also, they um I think they hired on a producer, which is Billy Gunn. I don't see him. I don't see him booking. I, I, I just now I know he has a mind, a mind for the business, but I don't. I don't see Billy Gunn as a very good booker. I, I, I just don't. no, he's not I mean, a booker. He's no, he's not. He's not, he's not going to be a very good booker. Oh, of course, he's not. If, they, if, they, uh, of course. if they do let him book, uh, I, I wouldn't say it's not going to be good. But um, he, he's a good, he's a really good agent. I'll, I'll give yeah. him that. Yeah, I don't. I don't, he's a very good I don't yes. think I don't think we can call him a good booker because he's not black and half dreads and he can't do a spin a rooney. So, oh, yeah. <laughs> but oh, um, let, let's just talk about that. I mean, let's just talk about that aspect of AEW, the people surrounded yeah. it, not so much the talent. Because I mean, if you're gonna have a big company, you're gonna have to have the road agents. You're gonna have um, exactly. you know, people to produce and do all these other things. I mean. You, you already pointed out some of your key people that you would pick, Jr. and um, Paul Heyman. I mean, yeah. can you think of anybody well, else? Jr. Paul Heyman. As far as like writers are concerned, I'd bring in Jimmy Jacobs. Definitely. Yeah, uh, I can agree with that. Too. See, and, what, what, what I'm looking at know, it, when I when I look at AEW, you know, just like at a glance, I mean, I have no idea whatsoever about the inner workings of it and how much money goes into it or is going to go into it and so on and so forth. None of that business yeah, plan. Yeah. But me just looking at it, I almost feel like everything that we got from the Bucks and Cody that's been presented on being elite, the YouTube series, is what's going to come into play yeah. within the uh, AEW thing. Nah, because <laughs> nah, like, cause, cause let's just think about it. All right, <clears throat> you, t- you talk about Jimmy Jacobs and you know the circumstances yeah. on which Jimmy Jacobs got fired from WWE, correct? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, so and you bring them up in this conversation, and I just look at it as like, all right, they're going to put their homeboy on because, I mean, essentially, kind of, they got him fired or whatever, and they can have that relationship. So, I mean, yeah. I feel yeah. like they would bring him in because he does have that WWE experience because he wrote for them for a while. So, I mean, I can see yeah, them yeah, bringing exactly. it into the fold. SCU has been a main staple in being the elite, and now they are interwoven within AEW. Goddamn Hangman yeah. Page, Marty Scroll, he'll be there later. Flip Gordon, he'll be there later. Kenny Omega. Yeah, so I mean, yeah, if so I, I feel like this whole being the elite thing is just like the beginnings of the AEW company. It, <laughs> pretty much. It, it, it is, but I mean, what you got to understand, what, what I think they're really going to do on this company is really focus more on the wrestling as opposed to corny ass storylines. And that's what's going to keep the butts in the seats. It's just like I said the last time I was on here. You don't get up for popcorn and a soda or to take a shit 
when the young bucks are wrestling. I don't care what you want to call the spot monkey. This or man, eat my dick with that spot monkey shit. Ain't none of you motherfuckers moving out of the TV when the bucks are wrestling. Let's just be honest, okay? It's the mm-hmm. fucking young bucks. The, they're action personified, okay? Let's just be real. And then Hangman Page, dude, that guy's a fucking stud. Yeah. To see a big son bitch like that move around that fucking ring like that, that's going to keep people interested. You let these guys go all out, kind of like Heyman did with ECW. Let them go all out and kick ass and take fucking names, dude. And it's going to get an audience. It's going to be your target audience. Don't go after the fucking kids. Don't go after the whiny little fucking internet bitches. Go after the real hard core gladiator sports fans go out there and show us some fucking hardcore ass real fucking wrestling and that's going to be your audience and that's what's going to get you paid and that's what's going to make Vince McMahon have some competition because they're on some old bubblegum bullshit over there up north (laughs) well damn Um, let's talk about the roster so far uh, we have obviously Cody Rhodes and the Young Bucks, Chris Jericho, Hangman Page, Christopher Daniels, Frankie uh-huh. Kazarian, Scorpio Sky, Joey Janela, uh, yes. MJF, uh, Pac, formerly known as Neville, or Neville, formerly known oh. as Pac. <laughs> yeah. And then um, we got, um, I guess, those guys that they was talking about from the OWE um, Federation over there in uh, China. Yeah, Penelope Ford, Britt Baker. Yeah, then they got Brandy Rhodes, Britt Baker, and Penelope Ford. Um, What do you think about some of the promises they made? This almost felt like when I looked at the press conference, it was almost like a campaign. (laughs) <laughs> you know, thing or whatever. It's just like we're promising free health care for everybody, entry level pay uh, reminded, across the board. Me of like, like when Hogan went to WCW. A lot, a lot of people are bringing that up. That you know, when Hogan went to WCW, kind of had that, that feel like with with Jericho being in Hogan's place. It it, it did, uh, but it was it's still. I think it's still a big deal because this is the real, it's the most competition yeah. that Vince has had. It you know since WCW. Uh, I don't think Vince is scared. Not 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 yet until he starts losing his talent. Mm-hmm. Then then he'll be yeah. like, you know, what the hell? What what the hell is going on? Uh, Jericho was a huge signing. Uh, if, if he would have had a mega Omega there, that would have been great. But you know, it's, I don't know. It, it's just it's a work in progress. I mean, it's, it's going to take time for yeah everything to happen. It's not going to be an overnight success. Yeah, because their next event, which is going to be in Vegas at the MGM Grand, that's not until May. So, I mean, yeah, yeah, there's going to exactly. be a lot of work done between, you know, the press conference in May. So, I mean, all yeah. in took a lot of, yeah, a lot of uh, talent design still because, uh, mm-hmm. you know, they have, really don't have a roster. So, yeah. And they, then they yeah. definitely need to work. Yeah. They yeah. have no roster. They have no commentators. They have no reps. They have, you know, nothing yet. Yeah. So let, let's get personal. Let's get pers- personal. Fi- let's get personal feelings out there. Um, what do you feel about the status of one Kenny Omega? Will he go to WWE? Will he go to AEW? Um, I'll go first. Personally, I feel like the relationship between Cody, him, and the Bucks and everything that they've kind of built together, I feel that he's just going to go with AEW. So that's just my personal opinion. You know, if he really is touting all that thing, me and Anomaly talked about this the last episode. If he's really touting about changing the world and, you know, breaking up that, you know, system that WWE has in place and actually doing something different, I, I believe he'll side with AEW. Yeah, 
bombing. Uh, I, I agree with that. Uh, I, I think he goes to AEW too. Uh, should he go to AEW? Uh, that that's debatable. Uh, I would love to have Omega to have his WrestleMania moment. Yeah. I would love to have him. I mean, if I was WWE, I would offer him even more money. He supposedly he turned whatever offer they had, you know, towards him down, and it was like a gigantic offer. Yeah, I would just ask him, "What, what do you want? What do you want? Just put put X amount of dollars that you want, X amount of years that you want. You can have complete control of your character." Uh, I would even let, like, I, I would just have him debut at the Rumble, win the Rumble, and win the title at WrestleMania. That, that's what I would do personally, but um, it seems like he just doesn't want to go to WWE. You know, uh, I don't know, I mean, uh, it's for, for his own reasons, I guess, that, you know, he thinks they're going to ruin his character, and he sees, sees what they've done to Gallows and Anderson, sees what they've done to, you know, everybody else, and figures, uh, you know, that's, that's going to be me next. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I mean, he, he can really build something with AEW, like just just be the be the the main star, the the leader of the uh, the whole Colton faction and promotion of and uh, put that company on his back, kind of like a uh, kind of like Shane Douglas did with ECW. Yeah. All right. Yeah, All I feel right. that. What you think about it, Anomaly? Uh, okay, I'm kind of up on the fence on this because. I've followed Omega for a very long time. And one thing I will tell you about Omega is Omega loves a challenge. Mm -hmm. And Omega loves to work with different people. Mm -hmm. That's the first thing is Omega does not like wrestling the same motherfucker over and over again. I mean, I I think when he had his final match with Okada, I think he was happy. Like, finally, I can wrestle someone different. I can do something new. I can do something exciting. I think part of the issue that may be keeping him on the fence with AEW is he's wrestled all these guys before. Yeah. He's been wrestling these guys before. It's the same old story, same old song and dance. Now, if he really wanted a challenge per se, he could go to the WWE. Now, that's a damn challenge because that's the land of the Giants, and he's not a Giant. Mm-hmm. There's been your guys, you know, your smaller guys that's gotten through and, and gotten over with that, that little pussy crowd, I like to call it, and gotten the title and gotten over and gotten this recognition. AJ Styles done it, of course. You know, it can happen. I think maybe he might be looking at that, but like at the same retort, like Josh said, if I was the WWE and I really wanted to put a stop to AEW, offer him whatever the fuck he wants. Because the fact of the matter is, is he really is that damn good. Okay, He is and he, he knows the new science of wrestling, like we was talking about. He knows how to troll the smarts, okay? Like we was talking about with the Tanahashi, how he, how he braced for, for for the high fly flow when he was on the table. Yeah. And then, you know, you, and then he just rolls out the way. He knows how to, to play the smarts. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, he, you know, he could... He could be something new and refreshing for WWE. He'd be worth all the money they give him, and like Josh says put the damn title on him from the get-go so he knows he's not getting fucked over. Yeah. So, you know, I think it's a 50-50 thing. I, I honestly don't think he knows where he's going to sign it. Yeah. True. And if Dave Meltzer says that he does know, I think Dave Meltzer's full of shit. I don't, <laughs> I don't even think Ibushi knows where he's going to sign it yet. That's why Ibushi hasn't signed nowhere yet because he's trying to see where the fuck Kenny's going because mm. he's going to follow yeah. Kenny wherever Kenny goes. Okay. So, you know, we, we got to look at it at that angle. Honestly, I, I hate saying this because I don't really like him, but 
I kind of like to see him sign with the WWE. Mm. Okay. And and uh, one more thing, when I point that out, another reason why is because it would open the door in AEW for other guys to be, you know, the franchise player. Because we all know if Omega signs, he's going to be the franchise. Yeah. Dude, yeah. there's yeah. there's other talent there, and it would it would be a surprise, you know. Well, who are we gonna put on the forefront now? Omega signs with WWE. Yeah, what I, are we gonna do? Because I feel, I, I, yeah, because I almost feel like Cody is gonna kind of fade out of it. You know. I yeah. I don't think he's gonna yeah, be. He's not, he's not gonna put the belt on himself. No way. Yeah, and then <laughs> no. uh, I mean, I think the Bucks will continue to compete because I mean, they I think they all signed talent contracts and you know their you know role yeah, contracts. Yeah, they did. yeah. I believe, they, I believe each of them signed. Uh, I believe the Bucks and uh, Rose signed five year deals. Jericho signed a three year deal supposedly, mm-hmm. and uh, I think the rest of them signed like three year deals as well. Yeah. So I mean. <laughs> Time will tell. Because, I mean, I, I really feel that Cody would more transition into being the business rather than, you know, yeah, being yeah, a wrestler. He would, he would be AEW's Triple H, pretty much. How I yeah, see it. Yeah, wrestle, wrestle when they need him to and then just, you know, be behind the scenes and everything, running the ship. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah I, I think his meniscus tears a lot more serious than he's letting on to. Just by watching his movements at Wrestle Kingdom, I, I'm thinking he really fucked himself up. So, yeah, he, <laughs> yeah and, we 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 might see him like you know drain out a little bit more. Yeah, and and that's another thing too. I mean, I mean it, injuries. You know, I mean, who knows? Because those guys go hard, especially young bucks. Mm-hmm. And um, yep. this could yep. be, you know their way out so to speak you know to create something new you know set themselves up financially and just you know put you know a whole crop of new talent in you know and just build yeah, something yeah. from the ground up which could i'm excited for uh you know I'm, I'm not worried about the tv deal yet i'm not um worried about a lot of shit i just want to see something happen i just want to see something different in the world of professional wrestling yeah, I, I'm not worried about the I'm not worried about the TV deal. I've heard the same thing about uh, TBS wanting to do a 605 time frame wrestling show again mm-hmm. because that um, that's a that's actually a popular you know little pop icon right there. Is everybody still talks about wrestling coming on at 605 on TBS? That can bring that channel ratings, and then you know to put a you could possibly put AEW. On a slot at Monday nights to go head to head with WWE, uh, you know there, there's so many different things you could do right now. Yeah, you know, and I think I think that's why they put it off till May so they can get all their ducks in a row yeah. to to you know strategically put together how they're going to attack WWE because this is actually let's just be honest this is an attack at the WWE from guys who are performers but also fans basically saying Vince your product sucks Yeah, and let's even look at it this way it's like it, it could be competition for WWE but it's not like direct defiant you know step up WCW type of challenge for WWE I don't feel anyway it's just like hey you know we are a big company as well but we not worry about what the fuck you doing over here we just worried about what we got going on over here. And, you know, if we top you in the ratings, it's just it, it is what it is. I mean, we just yeah, doing yeah, our yeah. own shit over here. Fuck what you're doing over there. 
I'm for any show to where I don't have to see Nia Jackson's nipples, okay? Uh, <laughs> and, and and that's the thing. It's just like that's how their company should be. Just worry about AEW shit. Don't worry about what the fuck WWE is doing. You know, WWE. Yeah, exactly. Just be, be, be that alternative to uh, to WWE. To if you don't want to watch WWE, you have an alternative. Mm-hmm. You have some better, you know, wrestling. If you don't want to see the crappy twenty minute promos and things of that sort, uh, you know, there's there's something else out there for yeah. the wrestling fan. I, I think the, what they're going to try to do is to make wrestling fun again for people. Bring in the old wrestling fan bit, you know, kind of drifted away mm-hmm. after the Attitude Era, uh, you know, and the ruthless Aggression Era, and blah, you know, people that used to watch wrestling, I think they're going to try to bring them back in, and, you know, re- wrestling's fun again. Yeah. You know, like, it's okay to watch, watch again, not not be, uh, you know, I don't, I don't know. Uh, yeah, it's just, it's just going to be an, it's gonna be an alternative to, to WWE's shitty product besides NXT. <laughs> Yeah, I just I just want them to be you know honest. You know if 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 they do have yeah, a guy, yeah. if they do have a guy that may later on I'm talking about in the future if they do have a guy that comes over from WWE to AEW, I want them oh, to I want to I want them to talk about it, but not in the sense of yeah fuck them motherfuckers over here we got him here and we gonna make him the best thing exactly. ever since sliced exactly. bread. Just be like um how me and Anomaly talked about on the last episode to where you know just tout up his accolades and if WWE is a part of his accolades then you say it and that's it you don't harp on it you just yeah. be like oh he was a former champion here in WWE he was a former champion here at Impact he was a former champion here and there you just yeah, mention exactly. it yeah, and you yeah. move the fuck on you don't linger on it you don't spit on it or nothing you just keep going <laughs> no, I, I agree I agree but, well but, but what I- Another. A guy I would like to see involved with with AEW behind the scenes personally is Jake Roberts. Trust me, trust me, trust me. <laughs> That'd be a great mind. Uh, I mean, as long as he has his head on right. And things, things yeah, Jake, sort, you but, can't uh, be. Yeah, Jake, you can't be smoking crack and then working for AEW. Okay, bro. <laughs> okay, I need the, I, I need the sober DDT yoga, Jake Roberts. Okay, bro, I love you. You're the fucking man, but dude, you you could really do something behind the scenes with that company. The guy has got the mind for it. He's probably one of the last of the real old school wrestling minds left. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. I, I, I'd like to see him there personally. Yeah, I, there's been uh, other professional wrestlers to tout uh, X Pac and Scott Hall as a, also having good minds for professional wrestling and everything. Do you think any of those guys might have, you know, a little peekaboo behind the curtain of AEW and have some kind of influence? I mean, that it, it would, it would be great. Uh, uh, I would, oh, I kind of want to, I kind of want to say, I would, I would want to bring in Bischoff. I don't know. Get away. He knows it so well. <laughs> he knows it. So he knows the business. So, so damn well. Yeah. Uh, I don't want him to ruin it, though. I don't want him to ruin it. Like yeah. they, they need someone like Bischoff, but not Bischoff. Yeah. Exactly. That's yeah. Someone that someone that knows the business, someone that's been in, been in the business. Yeah. See. Uh, yeah, and just. I'm. I, I'm I can't. I can't like, yeah. I'm Heyman. Fi- Heyman would be the guy. Yeah. Like. Yeah. Heyman. Yeah. See. see yeah. Th- Heyman would be the fucking guy. You give, dude. If if they could get Heyman there. 
good gosh. And plus, if they could match, let's just be real. If they could match Vince's money, Brock would fuck with them. Mm-hmm. You know, he was, he was, he was. He's a money, he's a money hungry motherfucker. Brock don't give a fuck about nothing except for no, getting money. Yeah, getting money, shooting guns, and fucking sable. Okay, that's all Brock gives a fuck about. Yeah, all right. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, so, word on, word on the street is, I mean, I don't know how true it is, or if there's any, you know, truth to back it, that um, there was a uh, filling out. Uh, AEW was trying to send some uh, info Goldberg's way. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's a mistake. Um, am I- uh, he's, he's he's a draw. That 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 that's it. Yeah, I was, I was yeah. having a conversation with a couple of people um, the other day about Ryback also, you know, coming yeah. in uh, and being, yeah. being just the draw, the draw towards you know kids. Mm-hmm. Uh, that that's that's the only reason I would want him in AEW just just for that, you know, yeah. to bring the, well, the kids and and money money wise and things of that sort. Well, like like I said. When we was having that conversation, we was having that conversation in our home wrestling group, Wrestle Talk on Facebook. Mm. Fuck with the best, fuck the rest. But anyways, um, <laughs> like I said, if they could somehow get CM Punk to sign a contract with them, a limited contract as an independent contractor, and get right back in there after all the shit that's been said over the years between mm. Ryback right and Punk. <laughs> and then let Punk get on the mic and sell this as a as a work shoot. It would bring in major numbers. And he's right about the, the bringing in the kids. I don't know what it is about Ryback, but when he was in WWE, he was my son's favorite wrestler. I'm talking about yeah. my my son made me go on a on a damn witch hunt to find his action figure. I mean, of all people, he wanted fucking Ryback. And it was actually hard to find because all of them were bought out. So he he was a top merch seller in his time. And WWE kind of dropped the ball with him because he was he was green around the gills in the ring. Yeah. But if they could have put somebody with him and he'd actually listened and 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 honed his skills a little bit more because he wasn't bad. He was just careless on certain angles and stuff, and he was literally fucking people up. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He 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 could have been a star. He had the momentum of a of a damn freight train. He was kind of like um the modern version of Ahmed Johnson. He came in like a freight yeah, train and yeah, had yeah. the whole world ahead of him and fucked it up because people didn't want to work with him because they felt he was detrimental to their career. Yeah. Um, another thing is just like one person that I want to see famous for the next 60 seconds is anomaly because I'm cashing in. <laughs> ah, you son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, for those of you who are uninitiated to the, um, the wrestling this trash product, we have a thing here called the promo in the bank, uh, before we record it on air proper, uh, we discussed uh, three topics between the three of us. At any time, we can cash in on our topics on any of the um, patrons here today, and I'm cashing in on Anomaly. Now, when you hear these topics of discussion, we don't. <laughs> this person may not necessarily agree with what he's cutting the promo on, but this is the promo that he has. The you know the the task to cut. A sixty seconds on, you know, so he may not believe what he' about to say, but no. this is what he got to say. So, yeah, and cl- I'm a professional, so I'm gonna do this. All right, your, but, um, your clock is up, this, this, and your time starts me, now. 
why Ric Flair is the worst performer ever. Okay, this is why Ric Flair is the worst performer ever. Fuck you. Okay. <laughs> Ric Flair commonly did the basic same moveset over and over and over again. Regardless of who he was in the ring with, you kind of knew it was coming even when he was wrestling day in, day out in towns where no, where most people only seen him at house shows. Uh, he always had basically the same moveset. Uh, he constantly used the figure four and never tapped anybody out from it. No one ever gave up to the fucking figure four. They always reversed it on Rick, and he somehow won with some catcher in the ride type small package maneuver or some bullshit like that. He constantly bled over everybody like he was having a period. Um, he went for the dive off the top rope a million times and always got caught in body slam. You'd think after 3,883 matches, he would have figured it out by then. So that in a lump, I'm a close to 60, 60 seconds. You're done. <laughs> All right. <laughs> that fucking hurts because Ric Flair is my favorite wrestler ever. B Rob, guess what, motherfucker? I'm cashing in. Got you. Motherfucker. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha, the tables have turned. Okay, let me get my clock up. And damn, I didn't even put the timestamp down for this. I got to find all this stuff again. Hold on. <laughs> all right. Son of a bitch. What? I'm over here trying to be a producer and shit, and you're fucking up my game. <laughs> all right, so here we go. I got the clock up, and my 60 seconds starts now so um years have a has it been a year i'm not quite sure but there's been some time passed since um a professional wrestler female type uh had some of her uh naughty bits exposed across the internet um i'm speaking of one miss page everybody knows what happened um i don't have to divulge uh, too much of the particulars, you know, some things when some stuff and some stuff came out of some things. And um, how did that make me feel when I found out that, you know, these uh, tapes, the, as people call them, because nobody used the fucking tape since 19 whatever, because VHS died a long fucking time ago. We've been using DVDs, Blu-rays, HD uh, DVD or whatever which died because Blu-ray was more popular than HD fucking DVDs and then Xbox 360 made a prehensile external component to where you can play HD DVDs but the HD DVDs died so you couldn't use the HD DVDs so you got a whole pile of HD DVDs sitting in the motherfucking corner that you can't watch but anyway it made me feel sad and aroused at the same time but more sad have you ever had a limp uh, masturbation section yeah that that happened <laughs> So my time is up. <laughs> my time is now. <laughs> oh shit! All right, yeah. Woo! See, see that—that's how you get around sticky topics or whatever. Because what I had to rant for, for a minute on was um how Paige's sex tape made me feel. I didn't want to get too deep on that, so I just went on a tangent on something else that was kind of relevant to what I was talking about. See, that's the basis of a promo, baby. You can take it all over the map, <laughs> but as long as you bring it back. <laughs> well, you know, if, if I had to say how it made me feel, um, it just made me have to um, wash my laundry because I ran through about four tube socks after I watched it. You know, oh, man. <laughs> That was like oh, let's, let's, let's let's like let's let's talk let's talk about that. I mean, not like the details of of the things, but or whatever. But the whole situation. All right, 
I can't fault her for doing stuff like that because I was young and wild and everything and I done some crazy shit like that. But the fact that somebody took the time and effort out of spite or whatever the case may be to put those out there in the world. I mean, I'm not blaming her for being human. We all have those carnal needs and urges and desires and whatever the case may be. Nobody's judging you for that. But for somebody to go in your personal shit, steal it and just like put it out there like that your private shit yeah. I mean, that was the issue yeah. you know and yeah. same thing that happened most recently here with Tony Storm made her freaking yeah, yeah. delete all her freaking social media and everything you know and that that kind of sucks because there's a lot of people out there that freaking love some Tony Storm and they want to you know show their support and everything in which they are all across social media and everything but they can't you know get in contact with her no how no way or whatever because of dumb motherfuckers wanna um, be assholes pretty much yeah and shout, shout out to the WWE for still putting the um, the UK women's strap on her regardless of that yeah. um, that that was a classic, classy thing to do uh, yeah it is bullshit that they they've been breaking into people's shit and stuff and, and, and posting these pictures I'm not gonna sit here and say I don't look cause I always do but yeah I mean, it, I'm human. It's bullshit. I, I could live without it. You yeah. know what I'm saying? I don't need that. Yeah. I mean, I'm I'm human. I'm a guy. She's a girl. I mean, yeah. Yeah, I, I, look, I looked at yeah. it. And, and then at the same time, uh, I think in the time frame that it was going on, that was probably about a year. That was probably two years ago that that happened because I was doing the pipe bomb with McCool and company. And I had it as an aid of reference. Like, you know, I was doing a wrestling podcast, so I felt like I had to be in the know. And I'm not trying to be funny because, I mean, <laughs> you know, I was like, oh, yeah, I've only did this for uh, uh, for show research. You know, uh, <laughs> I wanted to see what the yeah. fuck was going on. And I just wanted to see because like this, how the Internet is. There is a ass load because I know because me and um one dude went back and forth on uh, Twitter one time just posting these gifts and images of Sasha Banks doing porn when it wasn't Sasha Banks it was somebody no, just like no, no. yeah it was somebody superimposing yeah. Sasha Banks's head on these different photos and gifts and all kind of stuff like yeah, that yeah 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 so when i heard about the page stuff that's what i thought it was so that's why i looked to make sure that like oh man this shit was fake but it was indeed real <laughs> yeah yeah, unfortunately. But, but I will say this. Um, I honestly think those tapes really put Xavier Woods over. <laughs> and I mean, Oh, man. <laughs> I mean, I'm just yeah. saying, yeah. Biggie Big e used it to his advantage, too, because when they asked him about it, he said, well, who do you think was recording? I mean, that was, that was, you know, that was classic. I mean, Xavier Woods. What's the other guy's name? You forgot the other guy's name. It's top of my head. Brad uh, Maddox. The, 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 yeah, Brad, Brad Maddox. Maddox. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. My, 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 my problem with him was he kept filming Xavier's balls. Yeah. yeah. He was also He wasn't all about Paige. He was all about Xavier. So, you know, maybe, maybe unfortunately, maybe there's some clips out there that uh, him and Xavier don't want to be seen. <laughs> oh, come on! He was all, all, right. all, 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 all up in Xavier's balls when uh, he was filming it. All right, oh, okay, yeah. okay, okay. This is took a, uh, this took a horrible turn. Let's let's just go somewhere else. Uh, <laughs> it, see, it, it, this is what's fucked up about this. We just had this conversation about this, and then the next segment of the show is Waterfall Mania. <laughs> Woo! 
So um, yes, yes. This, this is where I hit the sensual music in the background and we're going to talk about a lovely female combatant in a professional wrestler when the damn I'm I'm stumbling I'm tongue tied all this other bullshit we just talk about <laughs> <laughs> shit hold on I gotta cut the central music off real quick let me recompose gather myself <sighs> woosa pull your earlobes oh we got kids running around alright alright now now let's get into it proper see they, they heard about waterfall mania too they back there yelling and shit <laughs> <laughs> but um, we we gonna get into our next topic of discussion. Now I'll recue the sensual music in the background, and we're gonna roll into Waterfall Mania. Um, so far since this show has been in existence, we have uh, accumulated a lovely list of uh, female professional wrestlers that we are all fond of, in the sense of um, we enjoy their in ring work, um, you know, just their contributions to professional wrestling as a whole, and um, they're not too bad on the eyeballs. Uh, Adding to the illustrious list of Katrina, Tori Wilson, Nia Jax, Liv Morgan, Alexa Bliss, Naomi, Oscar, Becky Lynch, Jordan Grace, Stacy Keebler. We add to it uh, Shotzi Blackheart. So this, you. Was, yeah. So uh, yep. this was brought to my attention by you there, Josh. So I would love to give yeah. you the floor to uh, explain to everybody who may be listening and to me, I need an education on this person, who she is and what, you know, what makes you like her as a professional wrestler and, you know, what what, what gets you drawn to her? Well, Chelsea's from uh, Oakland, California. She trained at Hood Slam. Uh, she happens to be one of my best friends in the business. Uh, she's half Filipino, half German. Uh, and she's probably one of the best, let's say, intergender wrestlers out there. She loves to rest, wrestle men mm-hmm. as well. She actually puts she puts it out there that you know she wants equality. She actually just won the sabotage uh, intergender championship. Uh, it's a championship in Texas. Okay. Uh, she she's rest, she's wrestled a who's who's, you know, for men and women. From you know she's wrestled Tessa. She's wrestled Taya Valkyrie. She's wrestled Tony Storm. Uh, Nicole Savoy, just, you know, everyone. And then she's wrestled the, the, the dudes. She's wrestled Joey Ryan. She's wrestled uh, Brian Cage. She's wrestled, you know, uh, Scorpio Sky before. She's wrestled a lot of uh, really, really good talent. Uh, she's, in my opinion, she's probably one of the best unsigned talent out there today. Um, uh, you know, AEW would be great for her. <laughs> WWE. Not, not sure what happened with Impact, but um, yeah, she's uh, just a really, really good person all all together. Now, hot, hot as hell, yeah, hot as hell. But uh, yeah, she's uh, she, she does a lot for for the business. She does a lot for kids too. She's a really, really cool person. Now, I've only got to see um, small glimpses glimpses of her. Um, within the time that we've been recording the show and everything, you brought the name up. I looked it up. Um, I added it to our Twitter. Uh, freaking following and everything. Um, okay. What do you think are some of her? I know. Uh, I guess best qualities as a professional wrestler. As a professional wrestler, she can do it all. She can. She can high fly. You know, she she can uh, make you tap out. Uh, she just she has everything you you can possibly want in a professional wrestler. She interacts with the fans very well. Uh, yeah. She looks amazing. She looks amazing. Uh, she, she's great on the mic. 
Like that that's one of the uh, best qualities about her. She's amazing on the mic. She just like if you check out some of her promos, they're hilarious. They'll they'll make you die laughing. She's always she's always talking about how she has the biggest balls and stuff like that. She's a woman. Yeah. So I did I did pretty, I did see young. that because um I think yeah, pretty, one of her tag funny uh. She yep. actually she actually uh, wrestled uh, Joey Ryan as Joey Ryan's dick. That that was pretty <laughs> damn funny. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What? So that that was real. That was really funny. Uh, she also wrestles. Uh, she has another persona that she wrestles. Uh, her name's Pizza Cat. Where she's come out. And she because she's because all wrestling for some reason every every chick that's in wrestling loves freaking pizza. Uh, I've noticed that you know being in the business too. Like every I mean who doesn't love pizza though? But. Yeah. Yeah, she has another uh, gimmick called Pizza Cab where she comes out like wearing this body, black tight bodysuit with like pizza, pizza all over her body and stuff. It's, it's crazy. Okay. Uh, you did mention that she was uh, half German. Is the German suplex in her repertoire anywhere? Uh, no, no. What uh, see? I, I haven't seen, this I haven't is bullshit. seen her do, uh, <laughs> She's uh, yeah, she she looks more Filipino than she does German. Okay. She, uh, yeah, so she, she's uh, we'll say she's more proud of uh, a Filipino side, but yeah, I, I think she is. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> it seems like it seems seems like that way. Uh, well, she had the horned war helmet on or whatever, so I mean, that looked like yeah, she yeah. So that, I mean, yeah, uh, but I haven't really seen her do a German suplex. So I don't. Uh, God, she's gonna kill me if she has. Uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, I, I haven't really seen her do that. I mean, she. She, she, she's, a, she's an excellent wrestler. Like, if fans out there haven't seen seen her, definitely look her up. You won't be disappointed. Yeah. All right, Anomaly. Nah, you won't. You got anything to add uh, to that? Well, first thing I want to say is I've never seen her do a German suplex neither, but um, I, I'm sh- sure she can do one mm-hmm. without any problems whatsoever. So I, I wouldn't doubt that at all. Um, in our wrestling group, we have a thing that's called um, We'd Maple Her. Josh won't let anybody maple Shotzi Blackheart. If anybody has yeah, ever said anything about, yeah, we're not allowed to maple Shotzi Blackheart. Like any other female we have done mapled and said some of the most raunchy <laughs> shit about, we're not allowed to talk about Shotzi at all. Yeah. Uh, if you talk about Shotzi, you're labeled a goat fucker and banned. So, uh, okay. <laughs> yeah, that's, a, that's, that's my homegirl. She's, she's like, she's like fam, family to me. Well, I can't, can't can't let no dudes talk about her like that. Okay. Yeah, every other girl though, man. Hey, we we've done. Yeah. Every other, every other girl, yeah, is uh, yeah. maple worthy. Except for Molly, she's uh, yeah, except she's blown, nah. she, she, her ass needs to go back to the sea with the rest of the blowfish. <laughs> yeah, we can't. Naya is not maple worthy, even though she's got pancake n- nipples. We can't fuck with her, dude. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> she bosses us too much. So. Uh, yeah, yeah. You just you 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 elbow drop off the wrong leg, bitch. I mean, come the fuck on. Oh. You can't run the ropes. I mean, I can go I can go on and on with Nia Jax, but we won't go there. Okay. Uh, speaking of uh, going the fuck home, let's uh, round out this episode with our final topic of discussion: the go the fuck home segment. Um, for those of you who are uninitiated to the product, we have a s- section of the show that we dedicate to telling one particular thing to go the fuck home to where it be a professional wrestler a professional wrestling event or anything within this wide wide world of anything so it can be peanut butter jelly sandwiches it can be uh freaking ankle high socks it could be anything but our particular topic 
of discussion today for the Go to Fuck Home segment is all the hate for AEW. <laughs> so, wh- where where do we begin? Uh, so, people who hate someone for trying to succeed in a, a lifelong dream, I would say, or even something, you know, a current dream, a realization of something that you want to do, something that you want to put forth all your effort into to make something great. You know I mean, it could be anything. It could be photos. It could be music. It can be anything. You want to put forth a, confi- a, a conscious effort to make something awesome, something that you believe in, something that you're passionate about. And for somebody to shit on that for whatever reason, yeah, you can go the fuck home. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because I the, 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 the WWE marks and uh, you know the trolls shit on anything that isn't WWE. Mm-hmm. There's, I mean, there's, there's fans out there that don't even realize that NXT is under the same brand as WWE. They think it's a whole yeah. different. From what I've talked to, I've talked to these people before, yeah. and they swear up and down that NXT is not WWE. It's a totally separate promotion. Uh, they shit on just. Everything that isn't WWE, because I don't know. I guess their mind has been programmed to do that. I, I have no idea why. Uh, yeah, but to want to want another company to fail before they even get off the ground, and you know, it's just it's ridiculous. I, I don't, I don't, I don't get it. I don't get what what certain wrestling fans, you know, what goes through their mind. Like, oh, it's got to be WWE. That's it. <laughs> Nothing else. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I've I've been that way myself. I mean, I'm not going to the point to where like, oh man, this shit is trash because it's not WWE. I've I've been under the umbrella of WWE to where like that that was all I watched because I mean, yeah, I yeah. didn't know there was anything else. I mean, I didn't educate myself. I mean, I thought you know wrestling ended and began with this. I mean, I know about all the old stuff, but that was like old stuff <laughs> you know I didn't think that yeah, shit was yeah, still yeah, around yeah, I was yeah. very ignorant to the world of professional wrestling but now I know I've seen the light the wool has been <laughs> lifted <laughs> and the world has been yeah, revealed yeah. to me yeah. <laughs> um, I actually think you guys were too nice alright if you were, if we're gonna do go the fuck home okay go the fuck home look first off motherfuckers let's get this right you are not gaining anything by sucking Vince McMahon's dick, mm-hmm. all right? You're not in the damn company. You're a little fucking troll-ass mark sitting behind the damn computer screen running your fucking yap, and you wouldn't be running half the fucking shit you talk if you was face-to-face with the next man. Because we all know you can't fight. You're a keyboard killer. You're a fucking internet warrior. Let's just put it out there right now. You sons of bitches have done more to ruin wrestling with your big-ass fucking mouths than you could possibly imagine. There is performers who don't even like getting on the fucking internet because they don't want to deal with you fucking dorks. Or as I would like to quote Gallows and Anderson, you fucking nerds. Okay, get the fuck on somewhere. You don't know a damn thing about the sport. You don't even know about WWE. Do you fucking dipshits? WWE started with John Cena. You don't know shit about shit. I'm surprised you even know who the fuck Hulk Hogan is. You couldn't even tell me who the first WWE world champion was. Okay? You couldn't even tell me who the longest reigning WWE champion is. You couldn't even tell me who Bruno San Martino 
pinned for the world heavyweight title. Yet you had the audacity to call yourself a fan of the WWE. You couldn't even tell me if Carl Gotch won the tag team titles in the WWF or the WWWF. You don't know a fucking thing about wrestling, so get your funky ass on somewhere, go crawl under your motherfucking mama's kitty, and go suck Vince McMahon's cock some more under your sheets with your tube sock, jacking off the John Cena posters, bitches. Damn. Man, I... Damn. Uh, <laughs> um, oh, man. So, on behalf of myself... He, 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 went, he went more off than me and Jack does on two turkey legs. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, shit. After that, after as soon as he said "bitch," I could have just ended the show there. I was about to be like, on behalf of myself, anomaly and Josh. <laughs> well, we could... <laughs> wow. See, anger, the vigor, is just is just all there, and I agree with that. Because <laughs> I mean, I, I I don't know, man. He he, he summed it up. Uh, I, I feel like. This this topic has been buried. It has been sufficiently told to go the fuck home. It's at his house right now. It's just laying in his bed, curled up in the sheets, rocking back and forth, talking about, oh, don't, I don't know what's going on right now. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, so, I mean, ugh. <laughs> that was just nasty, man. What You all right? Yeah, I'm fine. I'm just over here watching Pace. He stomp Indianapolis. I'm shocked. Man, that's if I had a if you had one of them blood pressure monitor things on, that shit would have just popped smooth the fuck off your arm. Not one because your blood pressure was up, but because you had those twenty inch pythons, it just it can't contain it. <laughs> Man, my shirt is kind of popping out. I ain't even lie. Yeah, so I mean, they, all right. they probably think think you're joking when I say that too. That's the funny part. My arms really are twenty inches. You motherfuckers can follow me on. Uh, Social media and see them. They're pretty fucking big, dude. I should have wrestled. Yeah, I really should. They are. They are. Yeah. Speaking of uh, social media and everything, I, I think we have sufficiently uh, ran all over uh, professional wrestling and whatnot. Uh, we talked about AEW. We talked about the Waterfall Mania participant for this episode. Um, fellas, why don't you go ahead and let everybody know where they can find you on social media and what y'all got going on? Anomaly, go ahead, kick it off. And then, Josh, you can follow right on after. Um, you can follow me at twitter.com slash anomaly49. The A is the little X sign. All right. Or you can just look me up on Twitter. I mean, look me up on Facebook. Uh, Christopher Yates. That is my government name because I don't hide from none of you pussies. Uh, the only one in Louisville, Kentucky, that is actually Christopher Yates. You can't miss me. Uh, also, if you ain't a little smarky bitch, you can add uh, me and Josh's home wrestling group, Wrestle Talk, where only the real fans reside. Um, other than that, um, that's about it right this moment. So yeah, yeah, yeah. You can you can find me on Twitter. It's uh, Josh Smooth four two zero. I'm on Facebook, Joshua Andrew Baroni. And also, I want to shout out my boy Sizzling Stance the Styles will be having an all. Injured Gender Show Friday night, May the 3rd, from New Jersey at the HBO Wrestling Center, 1041 Glassboro Road, Building C, Suite 1, Wilmington Town, New Jersey. Uh, he'll be on the show. Joey Ryan will be on the show. Sue Young, Lorena Manic, Holly Dead. Uh, some really good talent, all intergender show. Tickets are on sale right now. $30 for VIP, $20 uh, for front row. 
Doors open at 7.45, bell time at 8.30. Yeah. And as always, you can follow Wrestling is Trash on Twitter at Wrestling Be Trash. And you can follow on Instagram at Wrestling is Trash. And you can find all the episodes to include this one on WrestlingIsTrash.com. On behalf of myself, Anomaly, and Josh Veroni, we bid you a fond adieu. And we'll see you next time.